You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning, I'm talking to Skulkla, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth, Old Oak, Cape Town. Now, Skulk, I woke up at about 3.30 this morning, and the first thing I heard was on the BBC World Service, which I listened to habitually, the first thing I heard was that Jeff Bezos's yacht, which has cost $450 million to build in, just down the road here, in a place called, gosh, I can't remember the name of it now, but anyway, it's just south of Rotterdam. It's being launched in the summer, and in order for it to get out to the North Sea, they've had to dismantle a, a bridge in Rotterdam. It's uh, called <laughs> De Hef, and it was built in 1878. It was bombed in the Second World War in May 1940, and they rebuilt it. But they're taking it apart in order for this yacht to go through. He's footing the bill and footing the bill for putting it back together again. So I thought that was interesting. And then, of course, the World Service got onto the problem of Facebook, or Meta, as it's now called. Ooh. And they said that the share price was down 20% at the time. Where is it now? Because that has really hit the markets. Yeah, well, after after market trading, yeah, twenty nine percent. Yeah, Lindsay, that's uh, well. Good morning, first. Good morning. Uh, I mean, that, that's. I, I would reckon that's the biggest news for today. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, this week there was a, again another. I can't remember what what report I read, but they again in the report referred to fangs and, and and I just quickly thought well I wonder how long that's going to keep keep on being named you know fangs because I know recently Netflix you know it's fell out of the boat there, and they, they, yeah yeah so, so and, and now clearly the 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 fang or the f is also you know gone looking at 29% drop so soon it'll just be called ah you know I mean that's just I mean the facts I mean <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm looking at this, and yeah, there's there's lots of reasoning behind the the miss. I mean, when we look at the actual miss, it wasn't that extensive. I I'm, I, I think it was a miss, definitely. Um, but it wasn't the type of miss where you would think a drop of 29% after hours. Now, again, after hours, it was late. Um, and, and the market, well, let's call it the whole world was asleep. And, and I think uh, the, 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 the likelihood of its trading down 29% is, is, is you know, fairly slim. Not, not impossible. What do you mean slim. in the real session this afternoon once the yeah, U.S. market opens? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I do think so. Uh, so let's just uh, speak about the elephant in the room. Earnings per share, you know, from them, you know, came out at three dollars, you know, sixty-seven. Uh, expected three dollars eighty-four. Um, so you know, this is a bit of a stagnation for 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 Facebook. The first time that they've had a a, a stagnated type of type of growth environment, and there's lots of reasons why they said why they missed. And I just look at the. The pure and simplistic. I, I've got daughters, you know, older daughters. You know, one one turning twenty three and one you know, twenty twenty two this year. Yeah. Um, and and I, when I look at their let's call it social media habits, um, you uh, let's call it ten years ago, it was very much uh, as as we mentioned, you know, it was Facebook, and, and then suddenly it turned you know, to 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 Instagram. And it was just they were just Instagramming, which is still Meta or, or you know Facebook as it was previously known. These days, I don't think I ever or hardly ever see them really being 
active, active on on on. Um, don't ask me what they, they 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 do. I mean, they've got things like TikTok and things, uh, but but those. So clearly, this is a very competitive. The social media market is ex clearly a extremely competitive market, and now um, we cannot say it's also quite cyclical. Um, it's typically like that restaurant which opened, and we chatted about Landers last night. You know, the Nandos that opened down the street, yeah. and and for the for the rest, you know, the, for, the, for the next you know three months, six months, every single people in the neighborhood will go to that Nandos because it's the new thing on the market. Uh, yeah, six months from now, there opens up. You know, there might be a Kentucky that opened up. Suddenly, nobody goes to the Nando's anymore, and everybody goes to the Kentucky. We know that's not true because we all love Nando's, and we'll even do that this morning. But that said, I think the social media space is clearly a very cyclical space, and um, uh, it's how Facebook is going to stand up. And, and, and get counted afterwards. Well, exactly. Afterwards. It keeps on reinventing itself. It's not just Facebook mm. anymore. It's all sorts of other things. That's why it's called itself Meta, because mm. uh, Meta, I don't understand Meta, but uh, Meta is going to uh, uh, morph into something else and, and Facebook as well. So um, it, it's more the people that started using Facebook, which were the, 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 the kids of your daughter's age, are now have now moved on. I don't know how long it's been going. How long has it been going? 15, 20 years? I don't know. Maybe let's let's call it fifteen years. So the people now are older. They're still using it because they've been used to using it. But the younger people are finding, as you quite rightly say, other forms of expression through TikTok and Instagram, which is part of the Facebook stable. But anyway, it is very interesting. And also the potential breakup of Facebook because it hasn't made itself any friends because of for various reasons mm. that we need not go into. Um, but the the other thing that comes up here before we get to the JSE skulk is the diverse performances of what we used to call the fang stock. So you've got Facebook, terrible. I mean, a terrible performance. I, I thought the numbers were okay, personally, having a brief glance at them, uh, but uh, not quite up to expectations. So Facebook not doing well. Amazon, have we had Amazon's numbers out yet? No, uh, ooh, let me think. Uh, I want to say I it can't was. remember. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Sorry, it's due today. There we go. There we go. Okay, um, so we got Amazon today. That would be very interesting. And we we spoke about Mr. Mr. Bezos. I don't think his yacht is going to be affected by Amazon's results. <laughs> $450 million. I still can't get over that. Uh, the other one is um, Alphabet, uh, which is the owner of Google. Their numbers that came out yesterday, and they were startlingly good numbers. Um, Netflix were terrible, or rather the market thought they were terrible. Uh, but what I'm getting to here is that there are differing performances. So instead of just buying FANG stocks of across the board via an ETF or something, suddenly you might have to be selective, which is interesting. And it, ah, had, it had to happen. Stock picking. Yes, mm. exactly. Stock picking. Which is what you're paid it's, for. You're 100% right. Mm. Uh, hey, there we go. I mean, we said, uh, when we went into this year, I think that the one message were, and I'm still not positive on, on, on these, let's call it FANG stock or tech stocks. I still think they're totally overpriced. But that's another discussion. And I think a lot of people will usually tell me, you know, you need to be, you know, long duration when you look at these companies. Companies, blah blah blah. Yeah, I think being in the environment in 2000 where we had these dot bomb or dot com implosion, you know, it sort of gives you a bit of bit of bit of cautiousness or make you a bit cautious. But that said, I mean, you you're 100% right. When we did the reporting seasons, you know, for the, uh, the second quarter last year, uh, it, it you know there was pretty much a 
80 to 90 percent, you know, beat. And most of these well-known companies, they beat 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 consensus. You know, fourth quarter exactly the same. You know, last year we, we uh, sorry, third quarter exactly the same. We had a you know beat. In the, you'll just see Meta come out and they will beat consensus. Amazon will come out and they will beat consensus. Now it's not happening anymore. No. And, and and that I think is a big worry. Because I mean, we're seeing it in the futures this morning. And yes, I know it's 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 mostly mostly meta driven, but the Nasdaq futures trading over you know down over two point two percent, and don't be surprised if we see a very big hammering again. We've seen it lately. We've seen you know the Nasdaq you know having even minus five percent days. Yes, it did close positive that day, but yeah, this this and as I keep on alluding to, this is to me. This is the typical signs of an end of a bull market, and this was a very, very long bull market. You're quite right. That just says mm. I don't. I'm not negative on the markets in general. I'm actually quite positive on equities still for 2022. But as you started this conversation, this will be a stock market or stock pickers market. This will not be the typical market. We just look at a ETF which did well in 2021, 2020, 2019. I mean, this will be the market where you need to be, but. Hey, nifty. We didn't mention Apple, of course. I didn't mention Apple. Apple's numbers were just mind-bogglingly good. And uh, Microsoft, yeah. I think we're waiting for them, aren't we? I think they're the last two that are, that I look at within that sector. Microsoft are sort of a reinvented um, part of the Fang family, or Mang family as it is now. But anyway, um, it, it, it is interesting. And the other stocks as well that are in the social media sphere have also been knocked. I don't think that it's going to open 2.21% down, which is what it is now the Nasdaq that is uh, it, it, that's what the futures price is currently but um, I do think it's it's going to make people sit up and say wait a second things aren't quite right here and these elevations are so lofty that they have to come off they have to uh, have some cream taken off the top of them so, um, anyway let's have a look at the JSC um, and back down to earth Pepco is buying uh, controlling interest in Grupo Avenida, which is a Brazilian value retail group. That's interesting. Textain, uh, um, nothing there. Pepcor, voluntary announcement from, from Pepcor. And that's the one I've just mentioned. What is, we've got a couple of companies that after the ones we've been speaking about might can be considered to be rather pedestrian and boring, but great companies nonetheless. Sunlam and Santam, further cautionary announcements. Just remind us what those announcements are about, Skulk. They mentioned on the 22nd of December that they, they, they're looking, well, or they're exploring, you know, some, some strategic alliances. And I'm using it pun intended because mm. it's with Allianz, a German, a German banking group. Um, very, very well priced. I mean, it's a company that I personally do fancy. So the, 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 the alliance, or, or they, they're talking about or they, they're negotiating, you know, Possible crossovers. We some of them will possibly look at you know looking at the the, the African businesses, etc. We don't know what the scenario is. They just mentioned that they're still busy with negotiations. That's still something that they they're talking to. No, no big action today. I mean, no, no, no major moves um, in 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 Suntum itself. And and when we look at Sunlum, uh, Sunlum, ah, only about forty nine basis points down. So not 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 a lot happening there as well. You mentioned the Pepco side. I mean, again, we're not going to mention that. It opened up, I think, three three percent uh, in the green. So so original reaction to the the announcement, you know, about the acquisition. 
the, the Brazilian acquisition. Just say that name again. You made it sound like some Spanish dish. I mean, maybe we're talking too much about food because it really... Grupo Avenida. Oh, man. I just want to eat that with rice. I mean, oh, that sounds... It sounds like a scale. This is for five o'clock. This is not. For, this is not for nine o'clock in the or eight o'clock in the morning where I am because I'm already. I already want to go and knock down someone's <laughs> someone's door and get them to start cooking for me. Um, talking about European banks, ING, which is a Dutch bank, which I, who I bank with, very very good bank indeed. They do things properly. Um, ING has just reported a fourth quarter pre-tax profit up twenty seven percent to one point three three billion euros. That's a big move for a big bank listed in Amsterdam. Yeah. Uh, 27% higher. Anyway, that's an aside. Okay, how is the JSC? It's, it's an important point. It's an important point, mm. Lindsay. I mean, and that's, I mean, we were talking about cycles. We were talking about the end of a bull market. And, and, and typically, we're talking about a market that, 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 that possibly can go into a value territory, or let's call it a value mean reversion. Now, I know we've said this quite a few times, but, you know, why am I saying this? Is, is when you get a, a migration or they say the movement back from these growth type of stocks, these tech companies, the Facebooks, the, the Netflix, those, if you get a migration and you move towards value, the sectors you want to be focusing on or looking at, looking at is, 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 is first is energy. Surprise, surprise. Look at energy stocks. You know, like you want to be looking at financials, more specifically banking. And you can see these banks, you know, you know, now coming. They, they're actually doing it somewhat better because just think about it. I mean, a bank, you always think, oh, no, you know what? The bank should do very, very badly because interest rates are going up. Now, remember, people don't only use a bank or financial institution. To go and borrow money, um, and they, they need to go invest money as well. They need to invest, and if there's no no interest rates, what's the use of going put your money into in a bank? So, so there's that sweet spot where you know you you want to have a bit of interest rates for people to go and actually invest, to go buy their fixed deposits, to go and buy their financial products. And I think we're moving into that territory. And I think yeah, ING is one of them. But this our local banks, you know, to me currently is looking really really attractive. And then the third one in the value territory is still materials, and and we're seeing that as well. So. Um, yeah, I think you know for the listeners out there that's that's currently sitting don't know what to do because they they've been invested and 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 reap the benefit of being invested in tech and might just like to take a few chips off the table. Those three sectors is sectors that I would be be a little bit more focused on in this current market environment. Very good. Let's have a look at some spot prices before you give me the opening uh, exchanges on the local exchange and see how the indices are doing, etc. because my screen is 15 minutes delayed, so I'm not getting uh, any prices coming through just yet. So I'm going to give you those spot prices. I'm just looking at uh, uh, the natural gas price, and I'll give you some startling numbers in a moment, Skunk. But for now, let's start with the currencies and start with the RAND, which has had a good week, and that's also not just to do with the stability, relative stability in South Africa, but also to do with the weakness of the US dollar suddenly. The RAND right on Q is down 0.7% today to 1534. British pound against the RAND is 2081. Euro RAND is 1733. Euro dollar um, more or less unchanged. It's just below 113. Uh, last night in the United States of America, the Dow Jones was up two-thirds of a percent. Uh, watch this space in a few hours' time this afternoon when it opens. S&P 500 uh, up nearly 1%, and the Nasdaq was up half a percent. Uh, this morning in the Far East, uh, Tokyo 
is just over a percent weaker and the all share in Sydney is down a third of a percent. Okay, the gold price uh, is just above 1800, uh, 18.05. Uh, the platinum price is down eight to 10.35 and palladium is up seven to 2,373. So relatively quiet on the precious metals front. Uh, S&P 500 futures, uh, down 0.9%. NASDAQ futures down around about 2.2%. Uh, crude oil, I'm going to go actually to my CRB screen, uh, not just the crude oil screen. Crude oil, um, year on year up 56.5%. Uh, today though, 87.99. Uh, that's for the West Texas brand, uh, which is uh, eight, no, no, 88 exactly. Uh, Brent crude oil, $89.28. Uh, that's up 52% year on year. Natural gas over the last year has risen by 80%, 80%. And in the week, because of the Ukraine situation, up 23.3% skunk. Natural gas, 23.3%. And we don't talk about it a lot, but it is suddenly a very important part of the energy mix. Mm. So you got that. Uh, US 10-year Treasury yield behaving itself despite everything 1.77% the South African 10 year is 9.28% and Bitcoin which seems to follow all the risk assets up or down 37,000 just above 37,000 3.3% weaker so an interesting day ahead of us Skok. Mm, yeah I mean you mentioned the uh, the um, uh, the ten year yield you're currently you know one point seven six eight or like you said one point seven seven. Yeah. We also see the dollar dollar index still just keeping its nose above that ninety seven level. So, just I think something to watch today if you if you if you trading in that space or investing investing in that space. Um, we we we're waiting for the the continued jobless claims today and that should come out about let's call it half past three our time. It's usually not a not a big one. I mean, it's 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 weekly, and it's not something that we'd be focusing on. But but the 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 job numbers that we've had yesterday and the the, the subsequent move that we've seen in in both the the, the dollar and the uh, the ten year yield afterwards, I think there's going to be some focus on this one because we we had Friday, we had the the, the consumer sentiment on Friday that had a negative effect, came out at the lowest level since November two thousand and eleven. We saw the after effect, you know, on both the dollar and the and the ten year yield yesterday with the the, um, the job numbers that came out yesterday. Similar story. Just watch this one. I think three thirty this afternoon jobless claims. If it if it if it's a surprise on on the on on the upside, well, it's got a, it's got a negative side. This could put some f further pressure on this ninety six on the on the dollar index. I think yeah, today. Yes, uh, quite right. I agree. And of course, we've got the the really big numbers on um, Friday, the non farm payrolls number. And some people saying it could be negative because of the effect of the Omicron uh, virus, but. In, I mean, and if it is, I must say, I think it'll be just a once-off. Anyway, I've got these on my screen, uh, Skulk, and this is just after about six minutes of trading on, on my screen because, as I mentioned, I'm delayed. But um, I've got Alphamin up nearly 12%, RCL up 2.9%, Ital Tile up 2 and 3 quarters, BHP up 1.6%, and AB InBev up 1.3%. On the downside, Capitec down one9 Telcom is a 1.9% loser as well. Goldfields has lost 1.8%. SAPI is in the red to the tune of 1.5%. And AECI down one and a quarter. That's out of date, of course, and probably just a, a few people pressing buttons and testing what the market is doing. Uh, what have you got? 
Yeah, I think uh, the, the two that stands out is, uh, as you mentioned, RCL now only down, uh, up three percent, but most probably trading um, trading positive on on Astral's um, you know positive numbers yesterday. So so we mentioned the poultry, you know, looking good. So so clearly RCL chickens or rainbow chickens are are reaping the the Astral's benefit of yesterday. And then one that you didn't mention on the downside, worst performer today is uh, Met and, and I think I wonder if they're not getting this wrong because it's 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 got the the Jay-Z code MTA, basically, if you pronounce it meta, uh, down 5%. I wonder if they're not getting it wrong. <laughs> Just a little joke. So, yeah, meta down 5%, uh, Jay-Z code meta. Yeah, besides that, not a lot of not, not happening currently. Not much action, no, exactly. So we're going to look, look forward to the uh, the States opening this afternoon at, uh, what, 4.30 South African time. Uh, Skalk, what about early indices? What are they up to? So as we currently said, as we alluded, I mean it's it's a it's a boring morning. It's currently twenty two minutes past nine, and as we currently said, the JSE all share is trading only eight by basis points uh, in the green, so very much unchanged. Seventy five thousand two hundred and forty nine points. Uh, the the top forty very similar, only thirteen basis points in the green, and the resources only sector that's currently finding itself in the green between the three major indices currently 63 basis points positive uh, industrials financials both down 12 basis points and when we look at the asset property index that at least also positive today after yesterday's negative move 43 basis points in the green okay i'm just having a look now seeing if i can find the live price of facebook meta but you've got it there i'm sure what is it let's 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 just refresh and see, da, 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 da. let's see where it goes, what it, it's currently trading aftermarket. As we currently stand, it's luckily not 29% anymore. It's now only down 22.83%. Sorry, that that was, uh, I was wrong, 29%, it was 23%. So yeah, it's still unchanged and so no 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 major after our trading yet in Facebook. So let's, let's see when it actually starts actively trading. Poor Mr. Zuckerberg, he must have lost about 20 billion this, <laughs> in the last 24 hours. You, you won't be able to deport a bridge and get a yacht. So. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Skulk, thank you very much for your time last night and this morning. Skulk Lowe is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak in Cape Town, and he'll be back with us next Wednesday for the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.